previously on Follow the Leader. RC is calm and ancient, with the implication that old things lurk beneath the placid surface. We also have to describe and set up our factions. Uh, so the factions of the mermaids, of which I am playing a mermaid, um, so the question is, are you mammalian, amphibian, or piscine? And I showed piscine because, not just because it sounds like piss, which is funny, <laughs> but because it's fish. Um, uh, and so what form do we take is it's pretty much your bog standard fantasy mermaid, you know, pretty human face, fishy tail, starfish on the titties, that sort of tasteful piece of seaweed in the hair, you know. For the pirates, in answer to the question, what drove you to piracy? Uh, we went with, we are daring rogues looking to live our lives free from tyranny. And what is our pirate code? Break chains, be bold, bow to no one. And for the naval officers, the navy that they serve in is the empires. They are called the uh, precise armada. And what sets you apart from the pirates is the officers of the armada understand and willingly act as a single piece in a greater whole, while each pirate seems to live as if they are the only thing on the sea. So the, the last thing is uh, magic exists in this world by necessity. Uh, without it, mermaids would not be able to go on land for short periods of time, nor would they be able to bring their human lovers underwater. Um, however, uh, we have to decide what other types of magic exist in the world, if any. Uh, who else has magic? Um, and uh, we decided uh, that magic is highly regimented for humans. Often it is held by nobility and upper class people, but some magic can be bestowed uh, to naval officers to use. Uh, pirates can and often do steal magic from those who have it or will make pacts and bargains to obtain it. I want to say I saw a ship passing by on the surface and I caught the eye of the crew to open a line of communication. Whose ship was it? I guess we'll find out later. Mm -hmm. Can we establish that now? Can we uh, flesh out the monologue? Oh yeah, we can do that. Just... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which ship then? The Arcadian Titan, the Osprey, or the Lucky Shot? Yeah, let's say let's say I met your boy, um, and I will go into why uh, you saw the Lucky Shot passing in my monologue. All right. A naval ship caught up to the Osprey and we were able to slip away by the skin of our teeth. And I would like to say that that was the, uh, there we go, the Arcadian Titan that saw us, if you're down with that map. Yes, because that plays into what I wanted for my monologue. I uh, went to retrieve uh, some treasure I'd buried. Um, I think it's one of those things where uh, uh, supplies were running low um, and we hadn't found uh, any uh, any ships to plunder, and we need to do repairs for our ship, possibly. I think I was able to uh, retrieve it and uh, pay for uh, the repairs uh, to my ship, but that's why you saw us passing, because we were on our way to a little tiny island in the middle of fucking nowhere. My ship was dispatched to aid another, and we found the wreckage of the ship floating in the water, half her crew gone. So now, I'm kind of like, eyes emoji, thinking emoji, uh, at, um, <laughs> all these emojis at the Osprey, and I think that they are the ones who did it. So I think, uh, Marlo is going to smile and, uh, uh, kind of sheepishly and be like, well, I can certainly 
extend uh, what hospitality I have. I'm Marlo Grays. I'm the captain of this fine ship. Uh, her name's the Lucky Shot. We do still have uh, a barrel of ale, if you like, or um, you seem to be the refined sort. Uh, perhaps I could in- interest you in uh, some finer rum. Ooh. I do so love the creativity of land dwellers. Yes, I would I'd be charmed. He sort of he holds his hand out to like shake, maybe? It's kind of limp. You're not really sure what he's doing mm-hmm. here, but he's, you know, he holds his hand out for you to take. Uh, Marlo takes it and um, is uh, is Yorwith holding it out to shake or is he holding it out like he expects a kiss? Um, honestly, he doesn't really know what he's doing here. He doesn't really interact with humans all that much, but it looks more like holding it out for, to be kissed rather than to shake. Okay, so Marlo, Marlo definitely just uh, kind of like, you know, gently takes Yorwith's hand and uh, brushes his lips over Yorwith's knuckles. Uh, after a series of four challenges and missions, the game ends. Tally up your coins. If the quarry has more coins than the hunter, they're able to escape. If the hunter has as many or more coins, which is the case... I get to choose one from the list below. Uh, I've gotten turned around and blunder into you. I've managed to make it to a place of temporary safety, a grotto, a safe house, a remote cave. Uh, You've driven me into a dead end and cornered me. Your fellow subordinates have cut me off and they bring me in. I'm exhausted and you overtake me or you've proven yourself and I let you catch me. Yep, I'm going to be on my bullshit. Your subordinates managed to cut me off and they bring me in. Yeah, I think then after you dive off the cliff, I'm able to, uh, I can like send a signal to the people still on the ship mm-hmm. and, you know, the crew that came in with me on the rowboat are able to to come around and mm-hmm. just pick you right out of the water and just go, ha ha, nice try, sucker, mm-hmm. <laughs> and pull you in. If you want to say you don't take things that aren't yours, then... You need to prove yourself with your blade to me, or I'll run you through and take him back. And I think at this, Arkulf just kind of snorts. Shit. <laughs> but Ian just kind of like waves him off and just says, if you wish to defend the honor of a fellow pirate, then so be it. But know that he is arrested on behalf of the precise armada for destroying one of the ships. I'm sorry, what now? Morden sort of gives you a look, head sort of tilts the side a little bit. He's like, it's good to see you, Marlo. We should uh, talk. And turns to Ian and does like a really theatrical bow. Just like, always a pleasure to be at the hospitality of the precise armada, Captain. I think Ian just gives a smirk and nods his head as well. And uh, this isn't over yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Morden definitely uh, blows a kiss to the person that brought him up from the brig to watch the fight. Um, it does a little bit of a, a wave, uh, another little bow, and then just like, we really should probably leave, though. I don't think they're going to put up with much. We now return to your game, already in progress. Mab. Oh, dear. That's right. <laughs> That's how this happens. Yes, I forgot. Things go in a circle, and then it's my turn. <laughs> I would love to have Yorwith come. 
have a conversation then because it doesn't make sense to then suddenly call back both pirates and be like, actually, hold on a second. I have a question. I want to have a conversation or something. Um, or, I mean, admittedly, I could also detain the two of you and just say, well, let's have a meal and we can break bread. But I'm like... I like the idea of you just like looked over the side of your ship and there's just a pretty boy just like laying around in the water like, sup, sup. <laughs> <laughs> I like the breaking bread thing, though. Like, the thought that maybe Marlo and Morden go to a tavern and Ian just shows up just like, I'm buying dinner. <laughs> uh, Ian, Ian's just like, I'm buying dinner. He's like, I'm going to be polite. Wait, so this happens by chance? Like, they didn't follow each other or anything? It's just like, oh, God. No, no, I think following is funny if you wanted to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that or it's like before you guys leave the ship, he calls after you. Like, hey, you want some dinner? Mm. That's an interesting thought. Like, Morden is, like, shot his mouth off, as is his inclination to do so. Uh, But in a charming way. Uh, In a raffish raffish way. Uh, And they're, like, about to, like, go down the gangplank off the ship. Um, Yeah, and I think then, like, Ian, like, steps up to the top of it and does call out after both of you. And he says, if you were not the one who sank the ship, perhaps... You can help me find the one who was, if you are agreeable. Does a little turn on the heels to glance up, just like, oh. And I glance at Marlo, just like, hmm. The invitation extends to the pair of you. You have won my company for the evening, darling. (laughs) Marlo, Marlo, like, snorts and uh, shakes his head and then looks at Captain Ian and is like, well, uh, as you seem to be a decent sort, I would not mind sharing a meal with you, though it pains me to say I won't be able to do so in a literal sense. You will only have my company. I want to say that now, mm-hmm. after this, uh, at this point, there's just a, a sort of a quiet voice pipes up from the water and, and says... Well, if it's shipwrecks you'd like to uh, discuss, I may have some information to share. It's just like, whoa, what? <laughs> I mean, he's been sailing for a while, so he's probably seen mermaids, but they still catch him off guard. Has he, Has he? like, does he believe that, like, okay, we know magic is real. Yes. Does he believe that the mermaids are really, like, out there? He's been sailing for about 20 years, so okay, he has so probably yeah, run across a few. But I don't think he's had much of an opportunity to, like, engage with them um, in a fashion. So he, like, hesitates a bit, but then just says, by all means, if you think you have information to share on the wreck that I am investigating, then come along. So were, were the two of you guys getting into, like, a little tiny, like, a little, like, schooner type, like, the itty bitty boat? Or were you, or was, like... How were you guys leaving? It was going down to the docks. Was Oh, they are they docked? Okay. Yeah, by this so... point, we've managed to dock, I think. Like, during yeah. the chase, they wouldn't have been able to very easily. But by this point, the ship was able to, to pull in and to dock. And by the time we were bringing uh, Morden on board for jail time. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so your boy just uh, kind of climbs up onto the dock, you know, shakes his hair out pulls it back and like ties it in a knot almost because it's just so long he could do that 
just like one big sort of loop. And uh, yeah, same outfit as before. He sort of tips his head and goes, charmed, and uh, walks on board with the rest of y'all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there's a tavern nearby. We all just head over to the tavern. Absolutely. Fuck right. yeah. Uh, what y'all notice about Morden is the uh, his eyes, which aren't now covered because he probably lost his pair of glasses that he was wearing um, before. <laughs> he jumped but now, into the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but now it's light enough in here that you see that his uh, irises are basically black. And they can't... there's a little bit of it's it's a little bit in the way that Yolis' eyes are strange, but it's also not the same. But it's clearly an other vibe. Oh, and I feel like maybe um, has made some attempt to dry off, maybe murmuring a little on the walk. Mm. And you'll note when it's uh, effectively managed to press to digitate a bunch of the moisture <laughs> out of the clothes, but there's possibly still like a slight stiffness from the sea salt. Yeah, I think I think that as the sun is setting, like I don't want to go in like gruesome detail because of our veil, but I think there's just like this sense of like sort of flesh rebuilding itself on mm-hmm. uh on the the bones and like filling out and stuff as the sun sets. And so I think by the time we get to the tavern, Marlo is like looks like his alive self again. But, like, while trying to walk through the town, he's, like, trying to, like, arrange his hood, even though it's, like, sliced up. Oh, in which case, Morden will whip off one of the scarves he's definitely wearing and will offer it over. Yeah, Marlo, Marlo, like, looks at it a little skeptically, but he does end up taking it. It's a loan, darling. No obligation. Relax. Uh, Let's see. What does Marlo say to that? I think... I think maybe he's just like, I don't care to pay interest to you, but I also don't care to scare the locals because I do need business from them. So, no interest. You did me a solid this evening. I, the barest minimum I could do. And you're with Waltz's writing and goes, Well, I don't have any money, so somebody's going to have to pay for me. I will be covering the rounds for all of you. Thank you. Drinking on the company dime. He flutters his eyelashes at. I've already forgotten your character's name because the only person that the only name I'm coming up with is Captain Dad. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> you planted that seed. It cannot be unplanted. I know. Yorwith flutters his eyelash at Captain Ian. Ian just gives a polite smile. <laughs> so we grab a table in the tavern. Yeah. Cool. So, um, I like how we've stopped taking notes at this point. Yeah. Well, I, I, it's like important <laughs> details that maybe we want to know for going forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, fair enough. Uh, so, setting up, uh, you and your chosen partners play. Uh, we've talked about what we've noticed and what we've heard and how we came to be breaking bread and where. Anyone may ask for details about the setting, food, or circumstances. Players take turns either asking a question, conversing freely, or passing by commenting on the food. Uh, You may also choose to leave the table at any time. Uh, The person with the lowest social standing starts. And uh, when everyone has passed or only one person remains at the table, the game is over. I feel like Morden probably has the lowest social standing here. I mean, he was just kind of arrested, 
So yeah. yes, I would say so. Fair enough. Ian, I hope to convince you that the Osprey was not responsible for the sinking of the, uh, or the wrecking of the Armada's ship. Uh, can I? Can you explain to me what you were doing so close to the still sinking wreckage? If you have any evidence to supply that would assist us in finding the culprit, then yes, I will accept your innocence. He's hardly innocent, but... Within the situation of this discussion and this crime, this particular crime. Marlow look, uh, Morden looks faux affronted in Marlow's direction, <laughs> just like, ah, rude. Turns back uh, to Ian, just like, well, my crew and I were just on a course. Happenstance is a thing. Our ship is not equipped to tackle on such rich fare as those in the Armada, even if that was our inclination, which it is not. However, I may be able to offer my services in locating the people responsible. Services have a cost. What is yours? That uh, you pay me and mine no mind whatsoever. Let us do this and be on our way. You get a moment there's uh, like before the conclusion of that sentence Ian's like obviously mentally calculating a, a, a gold cost mm. and then you say well you'll pay us no mind and then his eyebrows kind of go up and for how long does that offer stand or does the cost last hmm. or if I were to accept your offer of assistance and then you run and steal a loaf of bread am I supposed to turn a blind eye to that a loaf of bread, Captain. Such a petty thing. There's not many things you can steal in a tavern like this. Well, if you as were to murder a man, perhaps, then that's a better example. If I do something so foolish. Are those things equivalent? <laughs> Your thing seems like genuinely like, is that an equivalency? A loaf of bread in a man's life? One would hope not. But to answer your question, Captain, if. I gave you reason to suspect me and mine, then of course I would not expect you to be derelict in your duty. But as I protest, I am innocent of this, and I give Marlow a knowing look, <laughs> and so seek to not be punished or to be prohibited from going about our business. That's all. Then I will consider it through the course of this dinner. I will uh, give you a little toast with a... Uh, my ale and uh, sit back in my seat looking vaguely pleased. <laughs> Not like full on smug, just like that was about as good as that could have probably gone. I'll take it. So shipwrecks. A shipwreck. Which one are we talking about? Whereabouts? I will... I have to know, of course. I will say that Ian has a map or something. Just because. Uh, so he like unfurls the map on the table and you know, move some plates and cups around to, to weigh down the edges of it. And he taps a marking on it. He says, the Armada ship went down here not too long ago. Spent about a day and a half chasing after you. I would say it was still in the process of sinking. We only managed to save a few, so it was not that long ago. I was about to ask, were, were, there, were there people aboard that, uh, hmm, he sort of just like 
tilting his head at the map and he's like fascinated by it. He's like putting it, he's like touching it, but like only gently because he's like, like, like he's worried he's going to destroy it somehow. Yeah. It's paper. It's so fragile. It's a, it's a shit map. Paper and <laughs> damp boys do not mix <laughs> particularly well. This is true. So he sort of tilts his head and goes, I don't believe I saw another ship around there. Well, I mean, I must have. Yours, probably, but... Hmm. I can, of course, go and look, if you would like a closer look at uh, any of the associated... Sort of, like, waves his hand vaguely, like, you know, if you want to take a look at... If you want someone to go in there and take a look at it, you know, I could do that. Any clues that we can find on the perpetrator of this attack? Yes, yes, something something to that effect. Hmm then your assistance would be most appreciated. Of course, yes. Well, I um, do love to help. He's just hes just sort of staring at uh, <laughs> Captain Ian again, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, talking. So what, what, what would I be expecting to do here? If you could recover the remains of any sailors so that we could Ooh, afford them so. a proper burial. Yeah, um, of course, yes. Um, I may... Hmm. Well, yes, I could certainly give it a shot, huh? My crew does have strong swimmers. We'd assist as best we can, but if there's anything you need from us... <laughs> I imagine the wreckage is quite a bit deeper than your swimmers can dive. Yes, that does remain the largest problem at the moment. Well, it is uh, no matter to me. Indeed, that is why we would be most graceful. grateful. <laughs> of course, yes, yes, of course. How grateful. <laughs> Ian's not clocking. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna he's stare at him blinking. How grateful. <laughs> I Is someone gonna put poor Yorwith out of his misery here? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think uh trying to think how he might phrase it. Uh, that's always the, the worst part. I think uh Marlo like gently rests a hand on Yorth's shoulder and uh, <laughs> says It's a little bit damp. It's a little moist. Yeah, yeah. Not the most pleasant feeling. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, and and he says uh, we can express our gratitude in many ways. If you require, I would be I would be happy to express gratitude on Volunteering? Say what? Are you volunteering? <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. Yeah, yeah I was gonna Marlo... say more than like snorts into his mug of ale. Yeah, Marlo, Marlo's like I, I will express gratitude on their behalf if uh, nothing they have to offer is to your liking. I think Ian picks up on this now, and he goes, Ah. <laughs> uh, more than sets that as like it's a good offer. <laughs> Marlo, Marlo just kind of like glares at Morden. What? I'll take that into consideration. Thank you. You do seem to have quite good taste. You know, he's like holding his hand out to Morden, like, yes, hello, hi. <laughs> we haven't met, but you seem like you seem like a a, a well-to-do gentleman. Nobody's ever accused me of that before, but nice to meet you, Morden Faraday. Uh, you're with. Is this is the second name thing a common land dweller uh, tradition 
It's a connection to a family, usually, but people choose them for all sorts ah. of ways. Well, then yes, just your will. Pleasure. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> I will keep your I'll keep your recommendations in mind, dear. I, I feel like Yorwith like takes a hesitant bite of whatever food's been put in front of him, like, hmm. Land dweller food. It's not raw fish, <laughs> but it'll do, I guess. <laughs> no, it's probably Charming. extremely like oh. salted. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like whew. Well, he just sort of stands up. And the way he walks is also, like, weird. A little unusual. Let's get right down to it, then. Ian looks at the other two. What are we getting down to? Have any of them eaten, like, anything yet? Like, mm. have they just, like, taken one bite of their food and Yorvis is just like, well, we've eaten, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, like, really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like... Uh, Morton Fingers is like dipping some bread into a bowl of stew just like I was going to eat all of this I, I do not think that the tide will wash her clues away so quickly Marla just shrugs yes well I'm sure the tides have everything to do with it um, Yorvith kind of huffs and sits back down again and like doesn't touch the food again <laughs> <laughs> Master Yorvith you are free to leave if you wish to go and begin your investigation or oh, no, if... no, no. I'm uh, I'm happy to observe the, uh, absorb. <laughs> absorb. 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 <laughs> I'm happy to absorb this food just through my skin. No. Osmosis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm happy to, um, we're all friends here. Let's just, we're getting along. We're having a, a fun little time. <laughs> Um, it sort of takes another very hesitant, like, I guess it's like some sort of, maybe like a fish stew. Yeah, like a like bully bice, I guess. A bully bice. Mm-hmm. Takes another bite and is like... <laughs> smiles, but like his teeth are all very sharp, but he's not really smiling, he's kind of grimacing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fake eating, mmm, delicious. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, I'll... I'll follow on with a question then. It's like, I also, uh, I hope to find common ground with both Morden and Marlowe. And I guess, you know, within regards to clearing completely Morden's name, and then also, you know, I guess, like, let's just bond about the ocean <laughs> and being captains or something. Is there any way that we are able to, to not be so awkward between us? Considering the fact that I did just arrest Morden and then have to fight Marlo and then uncover the fact that Marlo had a skull for a head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, much. I mean, most and people have skulls. Ignored my advances. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then like completely just oblivious to the the come on, and then cue into it a moment awkwardly later and just go, oh, I, I apologize. Oh, did he finally cue it? <laughs> he cued in when Marlo was just like, I'll. I will, I will gladly step in. He's like, oh, <laughs> there's not many things that he wouldn't be able to offer on behalf of the crown for recovering clues to an armada's vessel's destruction, but his body is not willingly one of them. <laughs> um, I think if you, that's so valid. I think if you bring up captaining, uh, modern. Let's out like a, a bit of a chuckle. Just like, oh no, no, Marlo, yes, me, not so much. 
You are not in command of the ship? He's barely in command of his own faculties. <laughs> no, Morden has a, a very unique style, you could say. But I can certainly sympathize with having to ride herd on a group like the one that Morden runs with. I can't imagine it's that similar to what you do, being as the precise armada is precise <laughs> more clockwork than people you think that it might seem that way at first but they're a good crew the titan at least i've not served a bard a, a bard many ships i have not served aboard many other ships the titan was my first and she still is first, last, and only then. As many loves are to their captains. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Marlo and Morden kind of like snort at the same time. Or scoff at the same time. <laughs> I think you'll find that sometimes love is not enough to pull through. It certainly was not for the one that is at the bottom of the ocean. I don't know, I quite enjoy being on the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> I would imagine you find it much more agreeable than most of us here at this table. <laughs> True enough. <laughs> I think Morden looks a little cagey at that. Just a little bit. Or just like takes a sip from his drink. Oh, I want to say that Yorwith like waggles his eyebrows. Because like Yorwith can tell something's funky with this dude. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, Morden will maybe give a slight inclination to the head. And like I think Yorwith will can see that quality in Morden's eyes. So. Makes some dumb clicking noises and just is like finger guns, but not really because that's not really a thing that I feel like a fish man would know how to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I suppose I should let my crew know what's about to happen. If you will excuse me. Of course, Captain. Tell them I said hello. Because they saw him. Briefly. Of course, Sir Yorith. I'm quickly looking at the list of crewmates. Um, yeah, give my best to Hiromi, won't you? Marlo kind of, like, stiffens a little, but then nods curtly uh, before he leaves. Uh, as soon as he leaves, Yorith is, like, pouncing, like, so there's drama here, yes. The history. <laughs> Not so much drama. History, yes. No, uh, seems pretty dramatic. <laughs> well, everything is with him. <laughs> Though the skull is new. Is it? I was wondering. Mm. He seems a little, uh, say, a little green to be, uh, you know, those immortal types. He's a little too new at it. No, he's gotten on the wrong side of somebody. I don't know who. Ooh. That wasn't part of things. When he and I were uh, acquainted. <laughs> acquainted, yes. <laughs> Here it sort of turns back on uh, on uh, Captain Ian. He's like, and how about yourself? Any anyone special in your life? <laughs> 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 maybe not. Maybe not quite so unsubtle, but it's definitely like, and how about you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like my gut. Since we're Ian's airing reaction. all of our, our oh, it was definitely like, oh, that's forward of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Understandable. Fair enough. Yes, I like to know. I just, you know, I prefer to know if I'm about to wreck some wreck somebody's relationship before I try to go after someone. <laughs> yes, there is someone back home. Hmm. <laughs> Very stiffly. Yes, there is. Stop asking questions. <laughs> I have a date mm, friend fair, in fair. Canada. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Morden uh, looks around just sort of like oh, sort of like oh yeah, like less of a maybe a faint tinge of disappointment. I don't know. There's a vibe. Yoren <laughs> <laughs> sort of holds his hand out for like a, a like a low high five type of, type of deal, <laughs> like a, <laughs> solidarity. Oh damn, we're both gonna miss out. <laughs> mm. We tried. <laughs> mm. Well, all right. Well, he sort of stands up and brushes his hands together. Let's get to that uh, shipwreck now. We've got some uh, exploring to do. I will uh, leave you to that, Captain. Do let me know if you decide you want my help. I'm going to return to my ship and talk to my talk to the rest of the crew. I imagine we'll be here for a couple of days. If you timed her, let me know. We'll reach out to you in the morning before we set out. All right. And uh, gets up from the table, gives a bow, and uh, sort of swans out. Master Yorwith, then. Yorwith holds his hand out to, to you know, I don't know, help Captain Ian up from his chair. <laughs> uh, Ian's, like, in the process of rolling up the map and, like, stops and stares at the hand. And is just like, what is this for? <laughs> <laughs> Puts the map in his hand. <laughs> oh, hands on the map okay <laughs> like yes this is what you're asking for you're asking for the map uh-huh sure Jorvis takes the map and doesn't have anywhere to put it so he just sort of holds it <laughs> um, pockets or anything it's, it's it's a very awkward both of them getting up from the table and leaving moment but yes yeah that is for sure <laughs> that is what happens this <laughs> is beautiful it's a good game so far <laughs> So, I want to I want to bring Kyoto into this as this like Ursula type character. Okay. <laughs> Sea witch. Mm-hmm. As just like a concept, like uh, you know, Yorwith made a made a sort of half like idea, not like as like actually bringing Kyoto as a character in, but just like as like a concept of like maybe Kyoto had something to do with the ship sinking. Hence, Yorwith sort of half like, oh yes the water is what's going to clear away all the evidence. Uh-huh. If you don't want to do that, though, that's fine, too. Like, Kyoti can... has had questionable morals at times, but they, they've they never been actively murderous. Fair enough. So maybe maybe not so much as being the one who sank the ship as looting it afterwards? Oh, yeah, no, that they would do. Yeah, so, like, maybe Kyoti wasn't the one who sunk the ship, but... Yorwith's uh, comments about like, oh yeah, the ocean's what's gonna wipe away all the evidence. Oh yeah, talking about oh this ship definitely sunk in the territory of somebody else. Who Mm -hmm. I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) sure, I'm down with that. Okay, cool. So we still don't know who sunk it, but Mm -hmm. you know, I'll leave a note. (laughs) (laughs) Whose turn is it? Is it my turn? It is. Oh, fun. I forgot that it was my turn. I was like, "Who's? what's going to happen next? Who knows? <laughs> it's not my problem. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> That's always the case. I wanted to do a great hunt, but a great hunt feels sort of like an ending type of thing. And like, we know where we're going. Might I suggest like 
maybe a furtive discussion as you're making your way there. Like, you might get overheard by a uh, interested party who may not be happy that you're trying to find the oh, ship. that's a good idea, yeah. Yeah, so a uh, furtive discussion between me and Captain Ian. Captain Dad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did this to myself. I understand that 100%. <laughs> you give me an easy-to-remember name. Yeah, and a harder, slightly to remember name. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go for the really easy to remember one. I know. All right. Okay. Me and my chosen partner play. What do we notice about each other? So because we're having a, so what have you heard? So there's probably not a whole lot like new information except for like you're with giving the information of like I know whose territory this is. And we might not be super welcome there, but like I can talk my way out of this for sure, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, is is this where like on my ship, like in the morning before we sail out, so I still have a chance to be like, hey, Morden, we're gonna actually require your assistance. Uh, sure, yeah. This can be a furtive discussion, like yeah, morning of. So, what makes this conversation furtive? I don't know. Maybe we don't want the rest of the crew to know. Whatever. Maybe there's a spy on the ship or something. Uh, are we in danger of being overheard? I mean, maybe. Where does the conversation take place? Definitely, like, on deck. Do you want to do it on deck or in the uh, Captain Ian's, like, office? What if it's, like, below deck but, like, somewhere more hidden than Captain Ian's office, but that means that we're close enough to the side of the hull that something in the water could hear us through it? Yeah, that's good. So... You know, Captain Ian thinking, oh, yeah, we'll keep we'll have this conversation away from the crew. And you're worth being like, this is probably fine. There's a ship. I can talk my way at it. Yeah, there's a ship between us and the ocean. It's probably like it's probably soundproof. Yeah. And we we've got the 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 fact that there's something lurking beneath the ocean that could definitely hear or be interested in what's going on. Mm -hmm. We sure do. Alright, perfect. So, playing the game. Conversely, the unhushed tones. If someone's tone grows heated, bro. On Tails, some small detail about the conversation leaks out and may be used against you later. Decide as a group what that is. Alright, so, um, what do we notice about each other? Anything new in the, in the last, you know, since the previous night? Ian probably looks a little more tired, uh, like he didn't get very good sleep, but other than that, uh, Looks about the same. He looks sharper dressed than he did yesterday, but he also just didn't come right out of a, a duel where, you know. So he's like in his uniform, but just also looks tired. I want to say like, you probably noticed about Yorwood that he looks a little nervous. He's not showing it too much, but he's like, you know, he's got a little bit more like energy. He's, you know, he's, he's like fidgeting with stuff. He's sort of popping around places. He's doing a lot more of the like extremely ADHD energy type mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. So it takes place under the deck. Where does the conversation be there? Okay, so um, so we should be ready to leave shortly. Um, I should let you know that this is not, this shipwreck is not within my territory per se. It's a little bit further outside of what wouldn't consider the territory of me and mine. Shouldn't be a problem. I should be able to, you know, talk my way out of it. I mean, no, no, talk my way out. <laughs> it should be fine. You must forgive me, but I do not feel completely reassured by that. 
I just thought I should let you know that we may run into others. Yesterday when I I said something about maybe perhaps not the uh, water wash, it's another group's territory. They may have already gone th run through the ship and taken some things. We shouldn't run into any of them, but in case we do, I figured I'd let you know that it's a possibility. Of course. But how much of a danger would there be to my crew? If oh, your crew should be fine. Um, this is more of, a, of an interpersonal thing uh, than... Uh, you know, we were talking yesterday about some uh, some history, some drama. You know, it was very all it was all very exciting and interesting. Um, this is more of that kind of thing. Ah, of course. He's downplaying it. He might get held at like spear point, hm. but like whatever. That's <laughs> fine. This is more of a Yorwith problem than it is a problem for anyone else. He's like, yeah, I'm super jazzed to help. Looks at the map again and goes, oh fuck. Then. You would let us know if there's anything we can do to assist in this, oh, even if it is just uh, a rescue, as it is from... Of course, of course. Well, I mean, I, I could probably sort of tips his head back and forth. I want to say that, like, the... Oh, don't worry about it. This is more of an interpersonal thing. That's a little bit heated. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw. Yeah. So that's just 1d2, right? Yeah. Yes. Is that heads? Yep. Perfect. So nobody overheard me being like, it's an interpersonal issue. Um, lovely, yes. Um, well, I should be able to take one or two of you down there with me if you so desire. And we've always got that charming, charming gentleman we met yesterday. Um, the one that you tried to have. I don't believe it was an execution. It was something. Oh. There were swords were involved, mm -hmm. I believe. It was all very exciting. Well, but, one um, was arrested yes. and the other one was a duel. Was it like a gun's duel or like a sword's duel? Though? A sword's duel. That's what I thought. <laughs> Ian's like, I would never just execute someone like that. <laughs> of course you wouldn't. You're like pats him on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Ian looks a little shocked at the implication, but does understand. It's like a little bit shocked that he himself, but he's like, all right, well, you know, there are, uh, I'm not the only captain in the Armada. <laughs> True that. <laughs> all right. Well, I will go see if the crew of the Osprey would wish to, to join us for this, but we shall be ready to set off within the hour or so. Lovely. Should I swim alongside or would you like me up here, up top? Whatever is most comfortable for you. You are welcome I'm to not... enjoy your time on deck, but if the ocean is easier for you, by all means. Um, I was going to say something, and I was like, that's a little too forward. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Yorwith just kind of bows his head and goes, I could do with the rest, I believe. I will stay up top with you. Certainly. Then uh, allow me a moment, and we'll be off. So yeah. Perfect. Ian will then All right. leave the conversation. Yep. And Yorwith is just going to trail after him, though. Like he, he, Ian walks out, and Yorwith is like, perfect, okay. And just <laughs> I'll say, right Ian walks out, and Yorwith just watches and goes, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that, too. <laughs> perfect. Okay. It should be Jade's turn. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I suppose this, the question is, how much do we want to advance the plot? 
Or I was about to say how much we want to be on our bullshit. We always want to be on our bullshit. That's what this podcast yeah, always is. Want for. To be on our bullshit. Yeah. Because yeah. what I was going to say was, hey, Dora, how do you feel about <laughs> Marlo getting back to his captain's cabin to find Morden in there and doing a tryst? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> nice. That. That sounds delightful. All right. <clears throat> uh, setting up. Only you and your chosen partner play. This can be adapted for more than one partner. Not relevant here. What do you notice about each other? What have you heard? Where are you? How did you come to be here? Are you being secretive? Anyone can ask for details about the setting and circumstances. You don't object. I think this is going to be after leaving the tavern. Or after Morden just decided, I need to talk to. I need to talk to him some more. Mm -hmm. Um. And uh, maybe knew the area a little better and was able to uh, beat Marlow back. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Mm -hmm. So what do you notice about Morden? One, definitely just reading a book. <laughs> One of Marlow's books. Just off the bookshelf, just like idly flicking through it. Um, it's Warrior Cats. It's Warrior Cats. <laughs> um, kidding. <laughs> I think... I think what Marlo knows is the pose of complete ease is a little bit of a put on. Like, uh, Morda's acting very nonchalant to the point where Marlo knows he probably isn't. Because why would he be trying so hard otherwise? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Marlo looks like there's a there's a kind of stormy expression on his face because like he definitely looks really conflicted. And like, you know, for the for the audience's sake, I, he's he's really conflicted because it's like he felt it necessary to like liberate Morden, but everything out after that was unnecessary, and he he's not sure why he went along with it. Sure. So I think that's what I think that's what Morden notices. Mm -hmm. uh, I think as you sort of step inside, Morden like rests like folds the book sort of against his chest a little bit like resting it he doesn't crack the spine he's not a heathen he's a pirate <laughs> captain graves i do hope you'll forgive the intrusion ah well i suppose i brought this on myself what uh what hospitality can i extend to you as a guest <sighs> like snaps the book shut and sets it <laughs> on the desk don't do that. I just... I wanted to talk to you. Alright. Let's have a conversation. I don't know where I want to start. I suppose it would be prudent to... Uh, and there's no really tactful way to bring up the cursed situation. Hmm. What happened? I had a goal in mind. I chose perhaps not the most easy target and when I tried to when I tried to take what I wanted and liberate it from the grasp of such unsavory sorts I was caught and everything backfired and now I am as do you see me? And he kind of gestures to himself. And, like, it's nighttime, so he looks normal, but, you know. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I think uh, Morden crosses over 
and mm, is it and sort of touches his own face and like goes I don't think he's gonna try to touch your face but it's sort of the implication there is are you there or does it just appear to be so effectively like his hand is between and he might touch with permission but he's not going to without it so I guess it's yeah. like it is a I would like to touch your face may I I think Marlowe just kind of sighs and closes his eyes and says go ahead satisfy your curiosity okay then one closes a little bit of distance and like runs both thumbs across the cheekbones and like just takes in the details and then steps back but isn't as far away as he was before yeah and I think the uh, flesh uh, under under Morden's thumbs is it feels like flesh but it's not warm mm -hmm. it doesn't quite feel dead if he knows what mm -hmm. what like dead dead person flesh feels like but it's definitely yeah. not alive and uh Marlowe's eyes are still closed and he says it is what it is it is what it is and we are what we are question mm -hmm. were Morden's eyes like that the last time Marlowe saw him or is this a recent development too no I think they were it, that's the sign of what Morden is touched by yeah okay. and that's been that way pretty much since he's been a pirate so. okay I don't suppose there's any point in me asking why you uh, chose to challenge the good captain can't say I wasn't flattered it was it was a moment of weakness I succumbed to nostalgia I suppose so that's what I am for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking somebody I used to know. <laughs> I'm the worst. Somebody. You're someone I spent a pleasant time with until you know. And. I didn't want to see you in chains. Even though we disagree, you don't deserve that. Oh, thank you for that, at least. I am sure I could have talked my way out of it eventually, but I won't deny that the help was appreciated, and what a sight it was. Well, my skills uh, have improved since last we met. Mm-hmm. I'll say. Marlo rolls his eyes. Oh, don't be petty. There's a part of me that wants to make it advance, but I don't know. Sure. Oh, man. Okay, I think um, one will say, do you want me to see if there is anything I can do for you? For nostalgia? If nothing else? I'm not sure what the powers that touched you could do with this magic they might even make it worse but I think Marlowe kind of reaches for one of Morden's hands may I? Uh, you may. Morden looks a little surprised but not um, in a bad way it's, it's good to see you 
I appreciate the offer. It's good to see you too. And I meant it then and I mean it now. You're a good man, Marlo. Better than me. You deserve more than... <sighs> Bitter magic of someone selfish. Would you allow me to ask the questions, at least, to see if there's anything to be done? Marlo nods. I tangled our fingers together, may I? Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know what he'd like to do, but he's also not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you and I are meant to keep falling into each other's orbits. Regular as the tides. I think uh, Marlo kind of puffs a little bit and <laughs> says, well, we are men of the sea. <sighs> For a revolutionary, Marlo, you do occasionally lack in romanticism. I want to say I touch your hair mail, but it's like to tuck a bit of hair back behind his ear. Kind of a vibe. Yeah. Um, he lets you. And uh, he smirks and he says, sometimes, uh, sometimes the sea is romantic and sometimes it's harsh. He's uh, gonna, because he is that little bit shorter. Because um, I remember Marlo being tall. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to go up on tiptoe a little bit and rest his forehead against yours. May I? You may. You're supposed to get into less trouble without me, you know. Well, who knows uh, how this thing might have gone if your magic had been there to fan the flames. But uh, the way he says that. You know, there's no heat behind it or anything. It's it's a little bond. And Morden drops back to its heels. A little click click as they hit the wood. And looks up at him. If I find the person that did this to you, I am going to end them. So if you want to give me a name to help me get started, I'd really appreciate it. I think uh, Marlowe's smirk turns into a kind of sad smile and he says, another time. I'll hold you to that. We've got bigger things to deal with now. Like, maintaining your... And, uh, he... He kind of... You know, that's it's definitely joking uh, when he says maintaining your innocence, as it were. <laughs> Such a gentleman. And, uh, he lets go of your hand and goes to leave. I think there's a part of Marlowe that, like, causes him to take half a step forward, but he holds himself back and uh, watches Morden depart. I think as he will, um, I think you see his posture change as he opens the door, and he does so with a bang, just <laughs> like, good night, Captain Graves, a pleasure. <laughs> and just saunters out past any crew members of the lucky shot that might be around on deck. I think Avery flips the bird at him. <laughs> blows a, definitely blows a kiss. Always a pleasure. In And then heads back to the Osprey. Sounds good. <laughs>
Alrighty. It's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!